Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. What a beautiful day. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. And the mountain of his old beautiful for situation. The joy of the whole world on the side of the north, the city of the great king. We bless God from the bottom of our heart who has given us the privilege to be alive today. I want to warmly welcome you on behalf of the King's Vine Assembly in Laura, Nigeria. My name is Shegun Sanbejide. I'll be hosting you as usual by the grace of God in this beautiful service. My prayer is that God will bless you as you partake of this communion with us. I want you to call your family members, your children, your husband, your wife, and everyone at home to just come together in just a brief 25-30 minutes thereabout as we share fellowship together in the Holy Ghost. I believe God will tremendously bless you with the things you're going to enjoy in this meeting. Hallelujah. Today, by the grace of God, I will bring the word of God to you. And um, um, I've been preaching from the book of Psalm 51. And I'm focusing on the prayers that David prayed. David was a man of prayer. And he had so many prayers. One of the fantastic prayers he prayed is in the book of Psalms 51. You know, after his experience and after misbehaving, after he fell out from the presence of God, he cried bitterly. He sought the face of God. And so I have taken all, especially that's, there are many things he spoke about. There are many things he talked about. There are many things he prayed about. But specifically, uh, I, I chose uh, verse 10 of Psalm 51 to verse uh, 17. So, um, from verse 10. He said, create in me a clean heart. Oh God. That was the first one I, I talked about. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. That's number three. And number four, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Verse 12. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. So, today I'm going to focus on verse 11 of Psalm 51, verse 11. Let us pray. Eternal Father, we thank you for the reading and the teaching of your word. We thank you for the entrance of your word. We thank you for the power of your word. Oh, the Bible says the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of sound of souls and of spirits and of joints and of marrow and is dishonor. And the thoughts of the intents of the heart. I pray, Lord, that your word is going to break us down. To search through our hearts. And perfect our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, I am asking that you help me to bring your word with clarity and simplicity in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, glorious God. Amen. We give you the praise. Amen. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Uh, by the grace of God, I have been talking about... Uh, about five prayer points that David prayed. And today I have talked about, uh, earlier on I have talked about verse 10, which says, Create in me a clean heart, O God. And the second thing which I've also talked about, he says, And renew a right spirit within me. From verse 10 to about verse 12, I want to consider the third, which is in verse 11. He said, Cast me not away from thy presence. 
So today I will be speaking on the subject, the relevance of God's presence. The relevance of God's presence. Of course, you know that God is a spirit. And they that must worship him, must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is not a man. And God will never be a man. Man is not also God. And man will never be God. No man can take the place of God. So, if you're going to worship God, it must be by the Spirit. And the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The presence of God is very crucial for believers. For anyone who wants to serve God, who wants to worship God, the presence of God is important. There is nothing we can do outside the presence of God. The Bible says we all with an open face beholding us in a mirror. The spirit of the Lord. The presence of God. We are changed. You cannot be changed in the presence of a man. Whatever is ordinary. Whatever is ephemeral. Does not have the capacity to transform a man. We are only changed in the presence of God. We are only transformed by the presence of God. That is the spirit of God. If you want true change, it can only be gotten by the presence of God. If you want to be healed, healing is only possible when the presence of God is right there. If you want to be victorious. Everything that we can do in the supernatural. Can only happen. At the presence of God. Where you do not have the presence of God. You will just be wasting your time. You will just be doing religious gymnastic. Religious gymnastic cannot change any man. We can only be changed. Transformed. Galvanized. By the presence of God. For we all with an open face beholding as in a mirror, as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed by the presence of the Lord. We are changed by the presence of the Lord. Nothing else will do but the presence of the Lord. Nothing else will transform us but the presence of the Lord. And so David came to the Lord. He prayed. He searched his heart. When he asked for God to give him a clean heart. And to renew a right spirit within him. The third thing he asked for. Was the presence of God. What is the relevance of God's presence? When there is no presence of God. What you find is chaos and darkness. But wherever you find the presence of God. Things happen. Wherever you find the presence of God, deliverance takes place. Salvation will happen. Wherever you find the presence of God, there will be clarity. Only the presence of God will change us. Nothing more. I like that scripture again. 
So we all, with an open face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of God, are changed, are transformed by the Spirit of the Lord, by the presence of the Lord. And so we cannot take the presence of the Lord for levity. The presence of God is crucial for Christian worship. That's the difference. Wherever children of God gather, the presence of God comes down. When he finds two or three sincerely sincere, the presence of God comes down. David acknowledges the importance of the presence of God and he cried for it. Do you desire the presence of God? Do you know your worship is a waste when the presence of God is not there? Wherever we gather and the presence of God is not there, we are on our own. We're just wasting time. We're just making noise. So we can be doing some stuff and yet the presence of God is not there. It's just going to be noise. I don't want to do something when the presence of God is not there. I don't want to be in a place where the presence of God is not there. You remember in Psalm 23, David acknowledged the presence of God. And he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemy. Thou anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. He prayed that prayer. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. That talks about his presence. It is only in his presence that you will not be afraid at such a time as this. When you sense God's presence around you, no matter what is coming against you, that presence of the Lord is going to bring it down. That presence of the Lord will destabilize the works of darkness. That presence of the Lord will bring to naught the counsel of the wicked. That presence of the Lord will divert the arrows of the wicked. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Meaning that the reality of death is around. The reality of plague is around. The reality of pestilence is there. But I fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. The presence of God. I would like to call your attention to something. There are two levels of such presence. One. The abiding presence. And the guiding presence. And the other side of it is the collective presence and the personal presence of God. When we talk about the collective presence, generalized presence of God. Thus, I'm not talking about the generalized presence of God because right there in Asurok, the presence of God is there. In the market, the presence of the Lord is there. In the Senate, the presence of the Lord is there, meaning that he knows what we're doing. He sees what we're doing. Nothing is hidden from him. In your room, where you think nobody can see you, the presence of the Lord is there. He's watching you. He sees what you are doing. Now, David here was not talking about the generalized presence. 
he was too sure of himself and he personalized it. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. He was too sure. He personalized it. He was too sure. And that's what we are talking about. The relevance of God's presence. We cannot survive outside God's presence. We cannot get the victory outside God's presence. We cannot get the favor we want outside God's presence. The presence of God is important. He had lost the presence of God. He had lost the presence of God. And he came back and said, cast me not away from your presence. To cast away means to throw away. To throw out. And the moment someone loses the presence of God, dangers is inevitable. Chaos. Trouble. When the presence of God leaves someone. I remember in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 1. There was a man called prophet Samuel. The same man who installed King Saul from nowhere as king. As instructed by the Lord. But this time around Saul had messed up. Saul had misbehaved. Saul had turned away from God. He had become a necromancer. A necromancer is someone who can who consults death spirit. Somebody who was used to consulting God. Somebody who was used to praying to God. Somebody that God raised from nowhere. Suddenly he left God. And he was consulting death spirit. And because of that God got angry. And left him. He cast him away from his presence. He withdrew from him. And then when prophet Samuel realized that God had left Samuel, God had left Saul, and God had cast Saul away from his presence, he began to mourn for him. He began to cry for him. <laughs> he began to pray for him. And God answered prophet Samuel in 1 Samuel 16 verse 1. Samuel, why are you bothered about, about Saul? Why are you mourning for him? Seeing that I have rejected him. So to cast away means to reject. And you know when, when, when God rejects a man, he will lose many things. Two basic things that Saul lost when God cast him away was he lost his throne. He lost his crown. May we never lose our crown. May we never lose our throne. Saul lost his throne. And he lost his crown. You remember when the spirit of the Lord left Samson. He lost his strength. He rose up thinking that God was with him. There are things we do that makes us to lose the presence of God. It is the presence of God that is with us. That's why we are winning. That's why we are conquering. That's why we excel. That's why the enemy couldn't handle us. That's why the enemy is afraid for us. Afraid of us. The enemy is so afraid of us. When we say in Jesus name. Demons disappear. But when we lose that presence of God. The next thing is struggle. Your prayers will be empty. Your mouth will be dry. 
Demons will have no respect for your command anymore. Samson lost that presence. And you know what? He lost his strength. He lost his command. He lost his power. Ladies and gentlemen, the relevance of God's presence is what I'm talking about. When you do not acknowledge and you do not value the presence of God in your life and you lose it, you are exposed to danger. Do all you can to maintain the presence of God. For we all with an open face beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed from glory to glory even by the spirit of the Lord, by the presence of the Lord. Do you value the presence of God in your life? Cherish it. When you value the presence of the Lord in your life, you will not allow the devil to, to push you into sin. You will maintain a good relationship with God. You will not allow anything to destabilize your relationship with your God. You must cherish the presence of God. It is by the presence of God you are winning. It is by the presence of God we conquer. It is by the presence of God we are victorious. The enemy targets the presence of God in your life. He wants to separate you from the presence of God. You must stand on your feet by prayer and by grace and by the mercy of God to resist him. Have you lost the presence of God like David? Don't cover up. Don't pretend. Go back to God and cry. Say, cast me not away from your presence. Do you generalize the presence of God or you personalize it? David could say, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. He personalized the presence of God. Until you reach that level where you can personalize the presence of God to say, I know my redeemer liveth. I know God is in me both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I know that greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. Sin will separate you from the presence of God. Not honoring God, not serving him, not loving him will separate you from the presence of God. And you know when the presence of God is gone, you are, you are a gunner as well. You are a gunner. One thing you must never toy with is that presence of God. Samson toyed with it. And by the time he lost it, it was easy for the enemy to capture him and he removed his eyes and he became blind. The deliverer of Israel became blind. The savior of Israel became blind. He couldn't see anymore. They made a mockery of him. They made a caricature of him. And that's what the enemy is trying to do to you and I. And then you want to allow him I pray for you today by the grace of God. You will not lose the presence of God. Amen. We shall not lose the presence of God. Amen. Are you already losing his, his presence? By the reason of your behavior. Rebellion. Disobedience. Sinful habits. Have taken the presence of God away from you. But you don't know. You're just about to collapse. God forbid. 
Get back on your knees. Go back into prayers. Ask God that he will not cast you away from his presence. The relevance of God's presence. Bow down your head right now. And say, Lord, I know I have lost your presence. You cast me away. You threw me away. But henceforth, Lord, I'm coming back home. Take me back. Take me back to where I first met you. Take me back to where I first met you. Take me back there. I don't want to lose my crown. I don't want to lose my eyes. I don't want to lose my power. I don't want to lose my relevance. I don't want to lose your grace upon me. That was why Paul said, I frustrate not the grace of God. Lord, take me back. Do not cast me away from your presence. Oh Lord, woe be unto me if you cast me away from your presence. Where will I go? To whom shall I run to? Where will I go? Lord, have mercy on me. Do not cast me away from your presence. Can you pray right now? Lord, do not take me away from your presence. Do not cast me away from your presence. I need your presence. I need your spirit. I need you like never before. In the name of Jesus. Do not cast me away, Lord. Do not cast me away, Lord. I'm sorry for my errors. I'm sorry for my mistakes. Those things that make you to leave me and, and dump me like salt. Oh Lord, forgive me, Father. Do not cast me away. You cast Saul away. And he was just sitting down there in the throne for years. You can be, you can be preaching when God has rejected you. We can be singing when God has rejected us. We can be dancing and blowing whistles in the, in the church when God has left us. May God never leave us. May his presence never, never leave us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Just say, Lord, I come to you. I'm sorry. Do not cast me away from your presence. Take me back into your presence. Take me back to the place of prayer. To the place of power. To the place of your presence. Where I first believed. Where I first met you. Lord do not cast me away. From henceforth. I remain yours. Forever. I give my heart to you. I give my soul to you. I give my body to you. Thank you Father. Save me and deliver me. Restore me. Rescue me. Never cast me away from your presence. Thank you for hearing me. In Jesus mighty name we pray. I believe you have been blessed. I believe you will take cognizance of this very important factor, the relevance of God's presence. I just pray that by the grace of God, the Lord will help us all to remain in his presence. His presence is the place of safety. You are guaranteed. I pray that by the grace of God, he will not cast us away. I believe you have been blessed. Share this message with your friends and your loved ones.
let them also enjoy and benefit of this unmerited grace. Until I come your way again in another live broadcast, remain blessed and eternally lifted. You are fruitful in Jesus' name. God bless you and bye.